Welcome to Tenant Talk, a show for small business owners to find inspiration and exchange ideas around growing and operating a small business. A landlord is is a resource for a small business. They're not just there necessarily to provide space. We explore challenges all businesses face, from hiring your first employee and leasing your first space, to scaling your business through marketing and sales and everything in between. They want to have a better relationship. How how would you how would you encourage a tenant to kind of open the door to that if the landlord hasn't? You'll find it here on Tenant Talk. Hi, I'm Bill Singer and welcome back to Tenant Talk. This is an opportunity for us to convey lots of information to small businesses. Joining me today is Christina May. Christina, welcome to Tenant Talk. Well, thank you for having me, Bill. I think we're going to be talking about something that is your specialty today, the tenant-landlord relationship. And I'm super excited about this topic because it can be such a game changer for a business. Most small businesses, eventually, you'll be leasing a space, whether it's a storefront or an office space, or maybe even a co-working situation where you're bringing people together. And that relationship with the landlord is so important. So since this is something that Kenwood does and does very well, it'd be excellent if we could hear from you about how you can really leverage that relationship to help build your business. Because I don't think people think about it in that way. So in that vein, can you tell us a little bit about Kenwood's approach to the tenant-landlord relationship? Because I know it's a little different. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, to kind of address the first thing that you brought up, which is how can a small business leverage that relationship? And I recognize that for a lot of people that um, that's a scary venture. You know, you're, you're potentially coming out of your house and now you're going into a space. You're going to end up signing a lease for multiple years. So it can be a, a little bit of a scary venture. So the first thing I would, um, that I would address is recognize that um, communication with your landlord is really important. Being able to explain kind of what your needs are, what, how you're looking to get something out of a particular space. It's one of the most interesting facets actually that I find from the landlord perspective is because basically we provide a box. We provide you know four walls and a roof. And um, to see the vision that sometimes tenants have of how they can utilize that space uh, is really interesting. So I think establishing a really good dialogue of what you need out of the space, what you're trying to get out of the space uh, is really important. And, and don't forget as well, a landlord is, is a resource for a small business. They're not just there necessarily to provide space, but they can actually do things that could assist your business in its growth. So I'd start with that. I think that's a great segue into talking about how it's a relationship that you think about as a one-way street, but it's really a two-way street. And when when you're looking for potential space, a lot of times you're thinking about location and how large it is, etc. Many times in that valuation process, you're not thinking about the landlord. Um, but can you kind of dive into that two-way dialogue and how maybe a tenant can really when they're interviewing for a space, think about opening up that two-way dialogue and what questions maybe that they should ask or be thinking about. 
Yeah, it's a great question. So I think among the things that are really important for a tenant to consider, um, I think initially they're going to immediately go to what's the location like, um, what's the rental rate, and and don't get me wrong, those things are important. But I would also add to that that I think um, having a relationship with your landlord is so important. Being able to see them, being able to talk with them, um, being able to connect with them kind of on a regular basis. Um, I'll give you, in fact, kind of a good example of that. You know, we've got uh, in our portfolio a really large number of tenants, and I can tell you that every single one of them has either my cell phone number or one of my business partner's cell phone numbers. And um, we try to make ourselves as accessible as possible. And one of the reasons that I really do that, one of the important things that we feel at Kenwood is that the more you think about me um, as your partner, um, and that you can call me on the weekends, which you would do if you had a partner, um, then the more likely you are to remain in our space. And really my goal as a landlord is I wanna see you stay in our buildings as long as possible. I want you to renew over and over again. And, but the ultimate goal is just how can I build that loyalty? How can I build that brand loyalty um, that I think normally you wouldn't expect to find in a landlord-tenant relationship? So let's say that someone's you know in a space maybe their landlord isn't um from the kenwood community philosophy and they they want to have a better relationship how how would you how would you encourage a tenant to kind of open the door to that if the landlord hasn't yeah well i think you definitely need to try to any way you can to reach out whether that's via email whether that is on a phone call i mean i recognize that um, in a lot of situations, landlords are not local to the property. They might be in a distant city somewhere, um, and that can make it a little bit more challenging. But I think the more that a tenant can reach out and explain to a landlord kind of what their needs are, what their particular situation is, it's very important. I'll give you actually, Christina, two examples of that that just recently came up in our business. One was um, we have a tenant who is a carpet installer um, does a large business, and they were looking um, looking at the current market conditions and recognizing that they felt there was actually going to be a shortage of carpet padding. And what they wanted to do was pre-order a huge quantity of carpet padding and just warehouse it. And they would need that space probably for six or eight months. They reached out to us and we said, absolutely, we can figure out a way to accommodate that. Um, because again, my feeling was the more I could help them, the more loyalty they're going to build to our brand. Another example that just recently came up was with a business uh, in one of our properties that's project-based, and they needed additional space um, for a short time period, but, and it was actually much less space than we currently had um, that was available, and we just said to them, look, lease this space for just a short period of time, a nominal amount of money, because my feeling was that was going to build the loyalty that I'm after. So that communication uh, and recognizing that your landlord can be a resource to help your business is so important and can be so beneficial. You know, that reminds me, actually, that exact example happened to us as well. So prior to 
actually being in a situation where we're both the landlord and the tenant, um, that never occurred to us. Uh, our previous landlord um, was the one who suggested that it would be a better investment uh, for our business if we were to consider actually purchasing the building. And so that's another great example where the relationship, because we had a really good relationship with our landlord, they knew our business, um, and they were actively invested in us being successful as well as themselves being successful, ultimately led to us taking the leap. Um, and that's just another example of where the relationship is so important. So what tips would you have, you know, in fostering that relationship other than once you've opened the door? Because a lot of times I feel that um, maybe the traditional client um, or tenant relationship to the landlord is always something's broken. Right. So that's probably what your landlord thinks when the phone rings is that there's something's broken. Um, would you have, what tips would you have for a local relationship for them to, you know, find a way to make it about not only informing them about the business, but but also making it less about the ACs not working. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I think that um, I think that so many people um, or so many landlords just think about the fact that, gosh, when the phone rings, it, it's just a problem, as opposed to it being an opportunity. Um, and, and that's very much how we think about our role. As, um, as opportunities, as problem solvers, as how do I help figure this situation out? Look, the ultimate goal is how do we, because the landlord-tenant relationship is often thought about as purely transactional. You know, I, as a tenant, I pay rent. As a landlord, I provide space, and that's, that's it. That's like all people normally would think about. But as a landlord, I, and particularly at Kenwood and, and for the community that we, um, that we serve, I want to go beyond that. I want to figure out ways to actually help my, biz, help my tenants' businesses grow. And that's often how we, um, how we just approach this. So then you could ask, well, gosh, how do you do that? Well, we do it in kind of in a number of ways. I'll give you some examples. One is we, um, if you go to our website, uh, you'll see that we have a variety of different resources there for our tenants. We've written papers about common area maintenance, the lease signing process, the tenant improvement process. We've produced videos on explaining various real estate terms. Um, you know, so we provide some information uh, both to our tenants and to other small businesses that way. We've also provide opportunities to because our community, our Kenwood community is so large for those tenants and those contractors and those investors to all interact, to all try to figure out ways that they can use each other to effectively grow their business. Um, and, and in doing that, we just produce the type of long-term relationships that we want with our tenant base. Kenwood is a long-term owner of real estate, so um, our goal ultimately is to have tenants stay with us and renew over and over and over again. Um, and we're, by trying to build that brand loyalty, by having all these additional services, we feel we can accomplish that goal effectively. To someone who's a tenant and they're in a space and they 
maybe wanting to do something slightly unusual with it or maybe something that's they have questions about of whether you know that's allowed in the lease or it's not painting too far outside the lines but you're dancing around the line what what suggestions do you have for them in approaching their landlord and getting their landlord invested in their creativity yeah so that's a really interesting question and, and we've had a few examples of things like that. We've had people approached us who have said, mm, can I put a swimming pool in this space? Or mm, I'd like to put uh, soccer fields in this space. So, um, you know, I think the important thing uh, in approaching a landlord with that is not just to have the vision, but to have a business plan that you've put together that explains how that is going to work, how much revenue that's going to generate. Um, because a lease is very much, from a landlord's perspective, um, kind of like a loan in a way, especially when a landlord has to invest in tenant improvement costs for the benefit of the tenant. They're effectively loaning the money to the tenant, and hopefully they're going to get it back through the rent payments. So they're underwriting the quality of the tenant, the idea, the plan, the confidence in the ability to execute that plan on the tenant's behalf. Um, all that kind of factors in um, ultimately in that decision. So I don't think that, um, I don't think coming to your landlord with a crazy idea is a bad thing, but be prepared to back it up and why, the, why you think the idea will work. I think that's really, really great advice. Uh, and what could you, now let's say it's not a creative idea, let's say something unfortunate happens. Unfortunate things happen all the time in businesses. Let's say your plan didn't pan out quite as you thought it might, or you know your industry has fallen into hard times. Any, we all go through economic cycles. What can a tenant do um, to be more proactive uh, in approaching the landlord and making sure that they are putting together a plan where the landlord's invested in them continuing, even though they've hit some bumps in the road. What can they do to help convince the landlord to, uh, to be an asset in that uh, troubled time and, and a partner as opposed to late fees? <laughs> right, absolutely. So, um, so um, a couple of ideas come to mind. I mean, one is for the tenant that is feeling like they just have a short-term financial problem. I think communicating with your landlord is so important. Um, you know, certainly with the size of our portfolio, this has happened. It's not, um, it's not something that we've never faced. And the two things that I always explain to a tenant in that situation is, one is communicate with us. You know, if you say that you're going to make a payment by a certain date uh, and you might not be able to do it, let us know, communicate. And if you fall behind, just make payments on a regular basis. Even though maybe you normally would pay rent once a month, pay it weekly. Pay some small amount on a regular basis. Um, I think it's so important. But you, you brought up the, the, the really disaster story. Um, a number of years ago, I did get a call like that from one of our tenants who called me up and, and basically said, gee, Bill, I have a little problem uh, we had a small uh, explosion in our space and we've kind of blown the black back doors off the space. 
they were involved in, um, in some chemical business and they put some chemicals together and sealed it in a drum. They reacted, it created so much pressure that it actually exploded the 55 gallon drum. Ended up on the news and um, uh, yes, it was, it was a fun, interesting story. I've never otherwise gotten that call that yes, I've partially blown the building up. So much for the investment. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. hopefully that ended well. That tenant is still in our portfolio, actually. So the space got rebuilt. We figured out a way to work together, and they're still in our portfolio, and they've been there for more than 20 years. I think that is a great example of taking something that I would, I can imagine as, as an owner making the phone call to my landlord to tell them that I had blown up the building. Um, and then that being able, I'm hopefully being able to chuckle about it later, yes, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And before we wrap up, are there any tidbits, any takeaways to, let's say, let's break this out to someone who's just starting out, let's focus there. What one or two key things should they look for in the landlord-tenant relationship? Let's say they're moving their business out of their home. Yeah, so I think that um, we talked a little about location. We've talked about rate. We've talked about the importance of, um, of a local business owner. You know, I think that some other things that are important to consider would be um, um, how accessible do you find that that landlord is? And what I mean by that is try to figure out if you have a problem, how many layers of people do you need to go through before ultimately it gets to the landlord? There might be a third party management company. They might have to refer it to somebody else. Then they have to refer it to, a, to somebody else. How many layers does, do you have to go through? Because I think being able to get a quick answer from a landlord um, is just so important. Um, we've also found that um, uh, that certain amenities are valuable um, to some tenants, such as you, you'll find frequently buildings that'll have a health club facility or a concierge or a conference center. Um, and those things are important. Um, they generally serve more the employees of the business than the business itself, but they have some value. Um, but I think trying to determine from the landlord, Mr. Landlord, Mrs. Landlord, how are you going to help my business grow? What resources do you have available to you that you can that we can work together that ultimately this will be a partnership and everybody wins from that perspective? I think it is wonderful that you know, tenants and landlords can see each other together as partners and grow together. Bill, it was great to showcase your knowledge today in regards to the tenant and landlord relationship. I don't think a lot of small businesses think about that relationship and how it can grow their business. So thank you for sharing that with us and thank you for having me. If you have questions about the tenant-landlord relationship, please leave a comment down below and let us know. We'd be happy to answer them. And also, don't forget to subscribe and like. The party always continues over at the Kenwood community. There you can find resources, especially about the tenant-landlord relationship. So Bill, thanks so much again. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Christina, thank you so much for joining us on Tenant Talk. And thank you as well for being with us today. 
We look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Tenant Talk. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.